Being a new mom is hard. We get it. It's easy to feel alone, but we know that's never how God intended it. So we want to welcome you to The Motherhood. If you need professional parenting advice, clinically proven data, or study-based evidence, please let us know where to find it. Because here at The Motherhood, we focus on sharing experiences, offering encouragement and understanding, but most importantly, friendship. We're here to do motherhood together. Hello and welcome back to The Motherhood. I'm Riley. And I'm Bethany. And we are so excited for today's episode. I feel like I say that all the time, but... (laughs) We truly are, though. (laughs) This is one that we have been wanting to do for a while, and we have been trying to wait for the right time Mm -hmm. and also making sure that we really put a lot of intention into this episode because today's topic is body image. Yeah. And um, we're going to try not to be too long-winded while also not holding back from things that we feel need to be said and shared. Which will be a challenge because, like Riley just said, we are passionate about this episode, and we could probably talk about it for an hour, but we're going to try to keep it to the point as much as possible because we literally probably would be talking for three hours. However, it will be a two-parter. <laughs> yes. We've already decided that yes. we cannot cover it all in one episode. Yes. So, um, for sure. today we're just really going to talk about, for lack of a better word, the struggle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're airing it out. We're just going to talk about it because I think we know that majority of women and especially moms struggle with body image in one form or another. So I think we can all relate on the topic. I think we all kind of, again, like know the who, what, where, whens, and whys of Mm -hmm. body image struggle, but we'll share a little bit about our personal experiences. And as always, we love to try to pull in your experiences and thoughts and feelings and stuff too. So... We did another poll on Instagram. If you don't follow us at the motherhood underscore moms, again, we'd like to try to do polls as much as possible to bring in your point of view. So thank you for the shameless plug, Bethany, yeah. jumping as always, <laughs> right into the me. data. <laughs> um, the first question was, how do you feel about body image? Mm-hmm. 30% said positive and 70% said negative. Those are sad numbers. Now yeah. we did have someone request that we put a middle yeah. option. Yeah, yeah. Um, which we should have done, but that's to say, if you're probably similar to us too, you might be able to answer like, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, but I'm not surprised by a majority of people saying they felt negatively about their body image. I'm not either, especially yeah. because our audience, I'm not going to say there's not a man out there, but yeah, the motherhood, I feel like it's mainly women and that tends to be something women struggle with. Not yeah. to say men don't. Yeah, and if you answered that you felt positive about your body image, I want to have a long conversation with you, and I want to know all your dirty secrets because I want to feel that way. Really just jealous. Yeah. (laughs) That's how we're going to feel at the end of this two-part series, though. (laughs) So then we're curious. So that is just the data, you know, 70% negative, 30% positive. Mm -hmm. We were curious if becoming a mother has changed how you view your body image and all that. So 29% said it's gotten better. Love to hear that. Mm-hmm. 57% say it's gotten worse. We don't love to hear that. Mm-hmm. And then 14% said no real change. However, given the fact that it was a 70-30 split, yeah. I feel like that no real change group is still probably more negative. Yeah, yeah. I think I was a little surprised to see that the scale wasn't tipped more towards it's gotten worse. Mm-hmm. Like... I don't know, because I know that can be such a struggle, especially once you have a baby. You know, your body's just so different, so different. I'm going to make 
the joke of, you know, like you watch the movies where the ladies give birth and in the movies, like after giving birth to the baby, they just, they go back to normal. They're like stomachs like flat again. That's because they were the JLo's and the Jennifer (laughs) Aniston's and like they bounce back real great. But like in reality, after you give birth to your baby, you still look like you're six months pregnant for like six more months. (laughs) But even if we take the movie out and just look at celebrities, you also have to think about the money they're pouring into their image to maintain that. Like, yeah. I mean, I could probably look real nice if I had someone mm-hmm. preparing my meals. And all I had to do was, like, wake up and show up. Yeah. And my meals were prepped. My workouts were written out. And, uh, sorry, I'm getting gonna myself. We're going to talk about that bounce back culture here soon. But, <laughs> but in the meantime. Movie tangent. <laughs> and so then we were curious about how long people have yeah. struggled. Yeah, yeah. So we asked... Um, if they did struggle with body image for how long they've struggled, like Riley said, we gave the options of one to five years, five to 10, 10 to 15, and then 15 plus years. Um, majority of people that responded said they struggled for 15 plus years. So we had almost 50% say they've struggled with body image for 15 plus years. The next highest was five to 10 years at 29%. That 15 plus, and even the 10 to 15, like, yeah. That is more than half of my life. Yeah. And it's sad because I would love to say that, I mean, I don't want anyone to struggle, and especially for that long, but I would love to say that those numbers would come from, like, our grandmas watching, you know, like, shout out Nana. Yeah, when start getting the wrinkles or something. (laughs) But I don't think that's the case. I think there are people that we probably went to school with, if not us ourselves, who fall into that 48% and have literally struggled for half of their life. Yeah, I would say majority of people are probably at least in the, like, millennial generation. So, yeah, I mean, I would answer that and say... I've, I'm in that 15 plus years category and I, I turned 30 this year. So it kind of makes sense though. Cause I know for me, at least that's right around like middle school, high school, you know, if you're any older than 30, that's, you know, elementary school, whatever, that's right around that time where I think it really hits a lot of young girls like puberty and the pressures of school and all that sort of stuff. Do you think you could give like a quick crash course on like how you would answer these questions and how you got to the place that you are now with your mentality on body image? Yeah, so I would say I feel negatively about my body image if I did not already say that. I definitely say I'm a person who struggles with it. And like I just mentioned, I've struggled for probably majority of my life. I would say at least since, like vividly I can remember at least since middle school. Um, and now that I even think about it, I remember like back even in like elementary school, I was a random kid that this is not going to, this is not going to be a long tangent, but now that I'm even thinking about it, it probably was elementary school. Cause I remember I was that random kid. I got pimples even when I was in elementary school. Hmm. I know. And I remember I got one really big red one on my nose and some girl called me Rudolph. <laughs> anyways it's funny now she and I eventually became really good friends but but I'm just thinking about it now and I'm like I can even remember in elementary school being self-conscious about my skin and like people commenting about it in the middle school it was more about like my weight and appearance and stuff it just takes one comment I know but like those those there are certain comments that I still hear very clearly in my mind to this day but all that tangent to say I'm I'm in that 15 plus year category and I would say that since I became a mom I could 
I could almost answer no real change because like I still struggle with it and struggled with it even before having kids. But I would say it's maybe gotten a little bit worse just because again, my body looks totally different and you're like in that stage of feeling like you have to have to bounce back and have to recover after like your body going through so much. So I would probably say I, I struggle with it a little bit more since I've become a mom also. Did I do that in under like two minutes? <laughs> you have five seconds yeah. to spare. All right. How about you? Yeah. So I feel like there's some gray for me here. Um, <laughs> per usual. Yes, as always. Um, I'm the resident gray yeah. on this podcast. Um, and you know what? I feel like you're more black and white. And that's probably why there was no sometimes often. Yeah, option. I know. you're Because I came up with some of these questions. So yeah, it's probably there's no middle ground. It's like either you struggle or you don't. So... Um, how do I feel about body image? I would say pretty neutral. Yeah. Um, positive leading up to motherhood. And I think that, so question number two hit for me because mm-hmm. I do think that since becoming a mother, it has gotten worse mm-hmm. um, as far as how I view myself just because of the changes that came. Yeah. And like, I got back to pre-baby weight, which is like, people are like, yay, congratulations. That's the standard. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just so much different now. Yeah. The way I carry weight and all that's just different. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, when it comes to how long, that's definitely been the one to five year yeah. mark. Because yeah. for me, it was that shift. Yeah. I do remember, it's funny you mentioned that comment. because My Rudolph comment? Yeah. <laughs> I go back to this one time. It's a silly story. <laughs> but it just goes to show how these yeah. things stick with you. Yeah. Um, I switched schools in middle school. It was seventh grade year, so right in the middle of middle school. Mm-hmm. And I went to this new school, and I knew a bunch of the people from elementary school. You know, after elementary school, you go your separate ways. Yeah. And so I was coming into a school where, thankfully, I knew a lot of people. But I also didn't know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so people would be like, oh, did you hear that? Riley's here now. She came from the previous school, whatever. And um, I don't know how it happened. I heard through the grapevine. Obviously, no one said this to me. Yeah. But someone was like, oh, she's, is she the new girl? The one with the short neck or something about my neck. I don't even, I wasn't there. I didn't hear it. But I'm so. I'm not laughing at you. No, you can. Because I, and at the time, I mean, I'm like, what are you in seventh grade? 13, 12, 12 yeah, turning 13. Something, anyways. But I just, it was like, it was like water rolling off a duck's yeah, back. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh yeah, I got a short neck, whatever. <laughs> like, I didn't even know that about myself. yeah. yeah. But now I'm so freaking self-conscious yeah, about my neck. And I am so too, though. There have been absolutely hiccups, yeah, you know, yeah. that like, okay, should maybe, I not wear turtlenecks? Yeah, like and maybe like, brief moments where yeah, yeah. And like, there's like insecurities. When you're young yeah. and like, you're like, oh, I need to, like you're giving yourself a hard time about like your, your stomach isn't yeah, flat. And now I'm like, yeah. girl, you are concave. Yeah. You know, like... <laughs> If I'd only known then. Yeah. So I've had hiccups. I think yeah. everyone can get self-conscious. Yeah. But to genuinely struggle, Say, yeah. not until motherhood. But again, I love, I again, love those two different perspectives. Like you said, yours has been like kind of in these last few years since you became a mom. And I'm kind of like whole life in a sense. But, and not to make excuses, yeah. but, and I want to preface this by saying, do I agree with the current standard of beauty? No. Yeah. Okay. So I want to preface that. But it's also interesting, though, because I do wonder, I'm not someone who has ever struggled with weight. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like I said, if I was like, oh, my stomach isn't flat enough or whatever, like, it's because I was, like, drinking soda or yeah. having, like, 
Funyuns in mm-hmm. first period with the yeah. mellow yellow. Yeah. I'm not kidding. I would do that. <laughs> and, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, because I never, like, I mean, I just maintained what yeah. people considered an acceptable figure. Yeah, yeah. It makes me wonder if I had an easier road because I didn't struggle the way yeah. that some people did. Yeah. And, I mean, it very well could be, like, and even just you talking about that makes me think, like, you could ask someone how long they've struggled, but to think even within those 15 plus years, how that standard of beauty has changed. And if you go back to like way back when, how often that standard of beauty changes and like, so like, I don't know, you could be considered beautiful one decade in the very next decade, you could look exactly the same, but you would not meet that standard of beauty. I'm not going to go on too far of a tangent here. You better not. (laughs) I will link this episode to this podcast. It's Confessions of a Crappy Christian. I love it so much. Mm -hmm. Specifically an episode on body image. It's like a 20 minute episode. And she literally talks about how the society picture has been repainted. Yeah. Yeah. Like think about Renaissance women. That was the standard of beauty. Yeah. And then it shifts, believe it or not, when influenza hit, that's when people started getting scrawny and that's when society deemed it better. I'm yeah. Doing air quotes if you're yeah. listening. Um, and it's really frustrating because people then capitalize on it. Yeah. And I'm not going to take credit for her work. Listen to that episode yeah. if you're interested in it. Yeah. Had to plug it real quick though. Yeah. But it's just like you were saying, you know, like. Who and who gets to make the rules? Yeah, yeah, I know, because now it's all, like, the Kardashian figure, you know, like, curvy hips, big butt, big lips, like, almond eyes, you know, like, it just changes and changes, and let me just say that, like, for some people, no matter what you do, you cannot make your body look like a Kardashian. You don't have the money for that. Yeah, that's (laughs) what I'm saying, like, unless you get, like, physical surgery done, but, like, some people, myself included, will just never have that body type. Yeah. And that's more than okay. But I'm just saying, like, some of these figures are people who have had to have adjustments or things. You know, like, it's just unapproachable unless you have millions of dollars. But, and like, it's a fake image sometimes, you know? I think that's where my body image, like, when I say I struggle with it as a mother, I'm going to say I'm harder on myself. Yeah. But there's also part of me that is just not interested. So, for yeah, example, yeah. and this is, I want you to do you. However you want to look or whatever you find desirable, yeah. that's your style. I don't want today's standard of beauty. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to artificially inject my lips, and I don't want yeah. to have a giant booty. And, like, mm-hmm. again, nothing wrong with that if you do. Yeah. But that's not me. Yeah. And, like, yeah. that's one way I don't think I struggle. It's, like, I'm so content not rising to that standard yeah but I'm still hard on myself as far as like where I want my body to be and I would say I'm the same like I don't want to look like a Kardashian I I think one of my strengths in a sense is that I love looking unique like I don't want to look like everybody else um but again I, I think for me it like you said, it comes down a little bit more to like, there's just certain things about me that I would want to change or improve. You you want to be the best you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I love who God has created me to be. Yeah. But I want to better. Yeah. But I'm like, if I could have just a little bit more of a jawline, you know, not be as You're not talking to me about a jaw. Y'all, my head is a spear. We both, we both over here. (laughs) Okay, so coming off of that tangent, (laughs) now that we have very clearly expressed that we do have some struggles with body image, 
That's hilarious. Why do you think we have these? Like, what do you think causes it? I mean, obviously society. We yeah. just put that out there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we could point out, again, maybe even just comments that have been made to us as we grow up. Like, mm-hmm. what other people say about us, I think, obviously, definitely affects how we think about ourselves um, it makes you realize things about yourself that you never realized were a quote-unquote problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I know it's just been mentioned, but I really do think the biggest thing is, like, society and social media and, like, just the pressures to, like, feel a certain type of way. And I think, like, even, you know, like, everywhere you turn and look, there's, like, some diet fad or mm-hmm. diet plan, workout program. Just the pressure that you're supposed to, like, lose weight. I don't know. I think there is a little bit more of a shift in society and like social media that's shifting more towards like a health focus than mm-hmm. like a bikini body type of focus. But I mean, I think so much of it is just what we see, what we hear, what we're told. And, and when that's surrounding us, how can we not like think down about ourselves, you know? But you know, what's kind of crazy too. It's like, if you think about it, when you're listing those things, like whether it be a diet fad or a workout program or a medication or fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. All of those are opportunities for a company to capitalize on your insecurity. So of course they're going to push that narrative because if you feel good about yourself, why would you need to buy anything? Yeah, it's all marketing and and schemes too. But I also want to say that like it's hard because there's a difference in like bettering your health. Yes. And doing it from a place of, I don't feel like I look good enough. Yes, like, yes. You know, and so, yeah. because, I mean, there are people out there who do influence in a positive mm-hmm. way, where mm-hmm. it is like a, you know, like, when your motivation is keeping up with my kids yeah. and not fitting into a size two bikini, yeah. I feel like your whole demeanor changes yeah. on it, but I'm getting yeah. ahead of myself. We'll get, we will get there. And I was going to say just one more thing, too, is just that. I think even as moms, since this is the motherhood, I'll bring in a little bit of a mom aspect, but like even as moms, I think like we mentioned briefly earlier is like the whole bounce back culture Mm -hmm. that like, you know, I think there is this pressure in a sense to get back to your pre baby weight. Like everyone's usually posting about it or that sort of thing. And, or it's like, how much weight did you gain while you were pregnant? And like just the pressure. And I, I remember even I'm kind of tangenting now, but like, I remember seeing a post on Facebook of like a friend of mine and she shared a picture of her from like high school and was like, I just want my body back. And might I just add one that how often in our lives have we like thought we were like fat and like we now would look back and be like, I would kill to have that body. You know, like I can think several times in my life where I would thought I was fat and needed to lose weight, but I was just fine. One point. Second point was that I thought in that moment, like, and, I, and I've said that phrase too, yeah, like, I want yeah. my body back. But I'm like, you didn't lose your body. That's not like a separate body. You have the same body. Sorry, this is sounding loopy. But no, like, I get it. I'm following. you know I'm what I'm trying to say? Like, you still have that body, girl. And that body is amazing. And I'm preaching to myself because I don't ever say this to well, myself. Well, you can always you know? think that of other people. Yeah. And then you can, like, you just can't follow yeah. your own advice But I'm yourself. like, but look at what your body, like, that body from you in high school, that body now has grown a child, given birth to a baby, like, literally formed life and given life. And, like, you want that old body back? Like, I know she just meant the way she looked no, and everything. Sure. Yeah. But, like, and I am so guilty of, like, 
not feeling better when people are like, oh, but think about what your body's done as a mom. Like, oh, you've, you've given birth, you've grown a baby. And I know that's like supposed to make me feel better. And it does to like some extent. I'm like, wow, I am powerful. I am woman, you know, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, well, why can't my body like then get back on track, (laughs) you know, um, tangent, but like, I I was just going to mention too the bounce back culture, especially as a mom, the pressure to feel like you have to get back to where you were before. And the comparison trap, right? Because if you see one mom do Mm -hmm. it, then you really start questioning your own body. Like, wait, number one, it's going to make you feel like you're supposed to because someone else did. And number two, even if she did bust her butt, okay, so if I do the same, it should happen for me too. And like, the comparison trap is huge. And like, you don't, it's not an even playing field. We all have different, you know, genetic makeup. We all have different financial situations. We all have different timelines and schedules. And like, it's, it's all so subjective. And yet we all chase after this one, one same thing that is not any way universal. Yeah. Um, but you were talking about, you know, her saying that like she wanted her old body back or whatever. A lot of times I'll even sit and think like I saw and I'm seeing it. It's like a trending thing where it's like, um, when you realize that you were living the life you once prayed for or whatever, it's like, I am where I have always wanted Mm -hmm. to be. And I'm Mm -hmm. so afraid of not, not soaking it in and not enjoying it enough. Like I'm afraid of this flying by and being like, wow, you just literally let some of the best years of your life flash you by because you're too caught up in trying to fix yourself or like, yeah. So that's so true. I just feel like it all comes back to honestly just society and whether that is the like media portraying a standard of beauty or the comparison trap getting you on social media or whatever it may be. It's that's what it is. I mean, I don't really think there's much more. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I'm the type of person where I care way too much about what other people think, you know, and even like, as you were talking, I'm like, when did this start? Like, when did it start to where? You cared about what other people thought. Like, when did it become a thing that you could not walk with full confidence down the beach in your bikini, no matter what your body looked like? Like, you know, and again, all with the standard of beauty and social media and society and stuff. But I'm like, everybody's body is different. So like, you know, I'm just having a moment here, but. No, and like today (laughs) I went to it. We had a lovely 80 degree day here and I was like. Oh, yeah, I'm going to put on a tank top and some shorts and try to get a little bit of sun. And so I put on this, like, tank top, crop top thing. And it's so cute. And I bought it because I love it so much. And it sits in my drawer. Yeah. I put it on and I took it right back off. And it's like, why? Why can't I be a mom playing with her daughter at the playground? I know. In this, I don't know. And I think a lot of it, too, is almost like a confidence issue. Like, I'm not saying that about you because I'm not saying it about me. I have the cutest little clothes in my closet that I never wear because I'm like I put it on and I feel like so self-conscious but I'm like I know there are moms out there who like moms women people who are so confident and like cannot care and like just wear what they want and I'm like I want to be one of those people but I think part of that too is just which probably goes back into body image but like you're not you're not confident in yourself you're not assured of yourself and I think that's Again, the whole mindset thing is where it starts. But going off of that confidence thing too, though, yeah. like, and we're about to take our Bible tangent in just a minute. <laughs> um, but before we do that, it's like, if you really think about it, is enough ever going to be enough? Mm. Because, like, I sit there and I think about my little crop top tank top yeah. that I just told you about. 
And I'm like, am I ever going to put it on and wear it out? Yeah. And if I do, is it going to, like, okay, is let's say I get a flat difference? stomach. Yeah. And I want to wear mm-hmm. this tank top. Am I, I'm still going to find problems with myself yep. probably. Yep. And like, okay, well now your stomach is flat, but do you have abs? Mm-hmm. Or like. Mm-hmm. I, That's so dang true. I feel like we're always going, like, I don't. It's like you think that when you hit this number on the scale yep, or when yep. your waist measures a certain size, then suddenly you're going to be confident and yeah. you're going to be secure. And that's just not how it works. Yeah. You'll find something that you want to improve on more or whatever. And then, you know, like, I think all of these things, all of the whys can just be categorized into the massive umbrella yeah. of the enemy, mm-hmm. whether he presents himself in social media, mm-hmm. whether it is, you know, the comparison trap yep. or you know, pop culture pushing this body type on you or whatever. Like, I know the truth. I know what God says of me. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I know that um, my body is a temple and that I need to be treating it as such. But Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. It's it's almost like I feel like I can sit here and tell you that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, but why can't I believe that about About me? And Mm -hmm. it's like, God created me in his image he knit me together in my mother's Mm -hmm. womb and I don't mean to step on toes here but am I implying that he messed up yeah yeah you know like he didn't and my spherical head and short (laughs) neck is just the way he wanted me and so I think for me personally I'm not looking to elongate my neck or to go get (laughs) I'm not gonna lie if if somebody was like hey I have a free uh chin lift if Neck you want brace. it <laughs> you know, I don't know but like I'm not striving down the road yeah. of, or I'm not I'm not trying to like veer down the road of like plastic surgery and yeah. stuff I'm yeah. not gonna say that it's good or bad I'm not gonna say I would never do it if I didn't have the opportunity yeah. but like I think what I'm trying to say is like I'm not trying to change me mm-hmm. but I am trying to change me into the best version of me yeah yeah I just feel like I have had a huge... This is the era of growth for mm-hmm. Riley. I'm doing it a lot is. of soul searching. It's her unapologetic year. It is. It is. <laughs> um, but I feel like I'm making some shifts yeah. in my mental state mm-hmm. that is going to make me my best self and in a healthy way, yeah. not in a I want to fit this mold kind of way. Oh, yep. But in like a be the best me yeah. situation. In your own way and not what society is telling you Exactly. To do. And so we actually had another question that we asked. And we asked if anyone had um, kind of like ways that they were working on their body image. Mm-hmm. And we have, is it two responses that are like literally. Yeah, two that were very similar. Now we got multiple responses, some of which we'll save for next yes. week's episode. Mm-hmm. But we definitely wanted to touch on these two op- responses because they were very very similar so um this person said i choose to talk to myself in the same way i would want my daughter to talk to herself i imagine her saying those negative comments to herself and quickly retract the thought it has helped so much Mm -hmm. and that um 
I'll let you read the second one, and okay. then I'll go and then we'll talk about it. Yeah. More. Again, this one was very similar, but it said, I definitely think having a daughter of my own has helped me focus less on my own body in a negative way. Not that I don't still have my own love-hate relationship with it, but I'm always, but I am way more conscious of what I say about myself in front of her. I never want her to compare herself to others or grow up thinking that she's not perfect the way she is. So I'm trying to just take the body talk out of the equation altogether for her. Yeah, so I think the first thing that I have done that has really... Now, let me just preface this by saying I am not 100% confident and secure. Mm -hmm. I am not at the um, finish line looking back on people who are still running the race. Like, I very much am still in this. Um, But I will say that one thing that has really helped me is not necessarily feeling like... I'm doing it to look a certain way anymore. And I think that's exactly what, like, I don't want it to have to take a daughter to make people find that value and security Mm -hmm. within themselves. Mm -hmm. But I definitely think having a daughter kind of... Maybe puts it in perspective just a little bit. Yeah. Um, And I will say maybe even just focusing not on the physical features always, but like, commenting about our daughters or ourselves our personalities our our bravery our smartness is that a word you know like more than just the physical traits not always pointing those out but mentioning the other things too and I will say quickly too that you know I have a son too so not only just for daughters but if you think about even the way you want to show your son to think and feel about women and where and to like, put that value exactly exactly and not That's like good. how he should speak and think about women too so even if you don't have daughters you know you can think about that for your sons too so just wanted to throw that in there so today's episode has been incredibly um emotional yeah like emotion heavy <laughs> and like unpacking some things and so I think the biggest um kind of like point we wanted to make today is that you are not alone. Yes. Always. I mean, like, I feel like we say that all the time. Yeah. But that's literally the point of the podcast. Yeah. And um, we have been walking this, you know, ourselves. And while we are no way anywhere near the finish line mm-hmm. of that um, mm-hmm. race, you know, we have been able to make that mindset shift. And, I mean, I think I can speak for both of us when yeah. I say we're having a lot more success this time. Yeah. And so um, this week, you know, was very, like... I want to say it was almost, almost a little bit negative yeah. <laughs> in a way. And next week's going to be a lot more positive. <laughs> yes, because next week we're going to share kind of like, you know, today we talked about making that mindset. <laughs> we talked about making that mindset shift. That's a hard one. If I had a nickel for every time I, I had to edit us saying mind- mindset shift. Mind- it's really hard. Anyways. My- <laughs> But now that we have made that, we want to talk more about how that looks in day-to-day life and um, be checking out Instagram so that you can participate in the polls to help us get um, more responses for next week. Because again, we want to hear from you guys and especially those people who have a really positive body image, like please tell us your tricks. Yeah, yeah. Um, So again, I know there wasn't a lot of necessarily like practical takeaways from this episode. So make sure you come back next week because... Another point of this podcast is not only just to talk about how we're not alone and talk about our feelings, but to do stuff about it. We don't want to just talk about it, relate about it, and then just go back to what we've been doing. So we don't just want to talk the talk. We We want to walk walk the walk. The body image positivity. (laughs) 
well. And on that note, I think it's time we wrap it up. There's Make our sure outro. That you subscribe <laughs> on YouTube if you are not already. If you are um, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you may listen. Make sure you give us a rating and it just really supports the podcast. Yeah. And make sure you share again with a mom that you know might struggle with this too. And make sure you get her to come back next week too. Yeah. Don't just let her hear us complain. Make sure she follows through and gets, you know, the practical steps too. But Rudolph out. (laughs) Thanks for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to us, friend. If you felt encouraged by what you heard, please consider giving us a review wherever you listen to your podcast. Unless you hated it, because like your mom always said, if you don't have anything nice to say, you don't say anything at all. And to officially join the motherhood, follow us on Instagram at themotherhood underscore moms. We always have ways to interact and we want to hear from you. Have a great week.